four, three, two, one. I bet you didn't know I could count backwards from five, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Rick Dollar here. <laughs> and uh, one with Jeremy Garrett on the Roadshow Podcast. And can you believe it? I finally got Jeremy to sit down for a minute. He's uh, up there in the, uh, you know, in the mountains trying to uh, exist and, Dude, you're off the grid, aren't you? Oh, I'm real far off the grid, actually. <laughs> well, you got uh, okay. You got solar panels. Let's let's just talk about this a second. Yeah, you got solar panels. Yep. You got a well for your water. Yep. You got a cool log cabin uh, between the mountains up there. Yep. In Colorado. What in the hell else would you want? I mean, uh, <laughs> That's a I got a thing. I got a good generator and and uh, <laughs> some propane too, in case I need that. But okay. uh, I'm loving it, man. You know, I live way at the end of the dirt road. You know, as far back here in this little place as you can get. That's cool. What's it called up there? I mean, or don't you know? Give me the exact name. So I don't want people going up there knocking on your door or anything. Yeah, there's a little town in the in the in the river bottom called Drake, and that's Drake. kind of the, the zone it's in. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. All right. Good deal. How far are you, say, from uh, Boulder or places like that or Denver? Oh, you know, Boulder, I'm probably like an hour and a half. Denver, 70 miles, but it'd take me nearly hour 45 to probably get to Denver. Wow. How long does it take you to get to uh, just the road where you get like the interstate or whatever? Well, to town, to the grocery store, it's about 45 minutes. Dang, dude. <laughs> I- I'm loving it. Hey, man, it's not for to, everybody, but it's not for everybody, but it's for me, you know. It's just oh, uh, dude. My wife what I like. would be she'd be all over that. I love you know? it. We're talking about, you know, maybe doing that when we get older, you know, and get out there in the middle of nowhere and just live. Yeah, yeah. man. I had to do it now. And yeah. and I and I have been loving it, that's for sure. No doubt. What's going on with Mr. Garrett? You uh have been working like feverishly, I guess would be a good word for that, uh, on your solo projects and, and all kinds of good stuff going on up there. A lot, yeah, of, man. A lot of prime music coming from that area right now. We're doing a lot up here. I got a little you know, recording studio at my place where I can sort of just lay down tracks and whatever for my solo thing. But also, you know, we've been doing remote sessions with the String Dusters. Wow. And uh, just kind of, you know, recording different things that i can't necessarily tell you about just yet but there's <laughs> when you what? people do that i can't <laughs> tell you about it right now but man you're you wouldn't believe it <laughs> we got a bunch of stuff in the in the works that's getting ready to come out and so i can't wait to share that with everybody but i also definitely have some solo music on the horizon and singles to be released pretty soon and then uh wow you know i'll have something that i'll probably release that's awesome dude we're, we're waiting to hear it and i know everybody that that even remotely knows what you're doing and what you do as an individual, plus what you do with the string dusters. I mean, you have a lot of fans out there that are, are just dying to hear the new stuff. And, uh, you know, me included, not just for the radio into things, man, I just love the music. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's just, um, when I discovered what you do and what the dusters do and everything, man, that just took me into a, uh, into another level of what, bluegrass and americana music is and um i think everybody 
should experience that. You can't just stay, you know, in one area. You can't live in a box when it comes to music, that's for sure. No, and the younger generations that come along, they're starting to kind of figure that out. You know, we kind of were that at one time. And mm-hmm. and just kind of, you know, realizing with the advent of the internet and even just TV and CDs and whatever, all these media where you can pick up music, you mm-hmm. know, it's bound to stand to reason that, you know, not just one type of music is going to influence somebody anymore. It's going to always be a hodgepodge and it may lean, you know, like we lean bluegrass, but there's a lot of different kind of stuff in there, you know, from everybody's background Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you got guys in there that, you know, you guys come up with stuff sometimes and I'm like, wow, that's kind of, Oh my God, I can't believe they put that in there with that. And you know, it's, it's, it's 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 what makes your your music and and the dusters you know what they're doing it it makes everything you know mesh the way it needs to oh by the way i gotta have talked to sean yeah. lane today and he wanted me to tell you hey nice he said, i love sean lane. <laughs> he kind of dropped some information on me about the future with you two yeah so. man he's the man <laughs> We're, we'll hopefully make some music a little bit someday together. I, I'm I was getting ready to say that's and... something I can't talk about right now. <laughs> that, that felt good <laughs> to do that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean's a great guy, and uh, you know he's yeah, a sure. very gifted songwriter, and you know he's much a lot like you. You can come up with uh, the pieces and parts uh, on the music end of thing, and I think things like that just mushroom with you from what i'm well, i've been doing it up i've been doing it a lot you know and listening to guys like sean definitely you know coming up through the ranks and and you know i'm, I'm i admire him a bunch just his vocal abilities to sing you know the harmonies that he does oh and yeah all of those choice notes and then you know he's one of the most underrated mando players that there is i if know you ask me. dude i mean he is awesome i had him play on i had him play on my very first uh solo record called stranger mm-hmm. and uh you know just you know of course blue highway tim stafford produced the string dusters first record and Correct. so we're just we're kind of we've had a long history with those guys they're kind of like our big brother band you know yeah i mean they're awesome i mean stafford's it's just amazing to me um you know how how he does things and how you know sean does things and and to look at how you do things, there's really not a whole lot of difference in, in what happens. I'm sure there, there can't be because you guys are, whether you know it or not, I think you're doing something in the Western part of the country and, you know, they're doing something in the Eastern part of the country. And there's, there's not a lot of difference in how these things come together. It's just the end product that that's, that's yeah, you know, it's, Good music is good music, you know, and no matter where you're at. That's right. And, uh, and every part of the country has something cool to offer in that regard, you know. And it used to be the West Coast didn't have great reputation for pickers and stuff, you know, and singers like the, like the Southern bluegrass style, sure. you know, I guess the classic style. But all that's changed, you know. I mean, anybody can hear anybody now. I mean, when I was working back in Idaho when I had a regular, like, job you know outside of high school like a long time ago you know i I was singing every i was singing the car all day long with russell moore and third time out oh yeah i know what you mean and and i definitely learned how to sing from singing with those records so 
I used to even have people, you know, when I would turn around with this band called the Grasshoppers with my dad, we I used to have people legit come up to me and ask me what part of North Carolina I was from, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and I'm not nowhere from near the East Coast, you know, and and you know, so it's just kind of funny to me how that works. But nowadays, it makes a lot of sense with everything at your disposal, you know, as far as music goes, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know the processes. You know, I spent a lot of time in Nashville and and writing with other people, like hundreds of people, you know. Yeah. So you learn things as you go, for sure, through your experiences in that regard as well. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. So how long have you been with the Dusters? Let's uh, let's talk about a little history here. I guess about 14 years or something we've been together. Wow, now. dude. It's crazy, right? You're an old man with those guys, you know? I know. I'm a just old man, period. <laughs> I don't look like it. <laughs> It's crazy. I don't. I don't resemble one, but I, I am. I must be like close to one hundred. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, in musical years. <laughs> yeah, in musical it's years. Like I look at sure. my dog sometimes, and I'm like, dude, you sleep all the time. You must be at least, you know, ninety five. <laughs> right. Just looks at me and goes and gets something to eat. You know, much like uh, other things in my life. But anyway. Um, I think uh, I, I'm, I'm really jacked about uh, being able to see you guys live, um, you know, in the upcoming year. I think things are going to be different uh, if this, uh, you know, vac- virus vaccine, you know, works out the way they're saying it's going to. Um, yeah. I don't know. What, what do you, I, my personal feeling is, uh, you know, I guess when that thing, when it hits the way it needs to, um, I mean, I, I work for the federal government on a normal basis and uh you know they're not going to let us take it until the second round comes out yep. and um i don't know what that i mean those guys know more than i do and I, you know <laughs> i kind of got to trust them i don't really have any other choice but uh you know i'm i'm kind of uh, itching to get that thing man i mean i talked to my regular doctor the other day and he was doing telling me the same thing he's like uh look take if it. It, yeah i don't care where you get it take it <laughs> and i'm like okay yeah man <laughs> there you go that's my feelings on the matter I, you know if i'm just if you want to be real you yeah. know i mean if you're a traveling musician there's they're gonna not they're not gonna let you in a club without having some sort of test mm-hmm. or the vax and i just as soon have the vax i mean i've had vaccinations before in my life and they're sure. fine so, you know, there's this is nothing new in that regard, and I commend the scientists myself for coming up with it quick sure. enough. Now, there's some iffiness with the rollout of how it's working. Mm-hmm. I'm probably, you oh, know, I agree. fourth or fifth tier or more anyways in line, so I won't be getting it anytime soon. But but when it comes available, I'll definitely be getting that. Sure, something. I got you, man. Yeah. I mean, my doctor looked at me, he's like, I have no idea when we're going to get it. just somebody says you know that it's for real and that's what you need to do you need to take it and yeah you know i think the um the general public is sitting around going i can we can't trust the government right now or we can't trust this or we can't trust that and and i understand that part of it but you know as adults i think we got no other choice if we want to live or die i mean if you you want to It's all, it's, it's fine to have this idea of what you have as an idea, but reality is real. <laughs> exactly. And, <laughs> you know, 
So you can have all your think cells in the world, but they might not let you on a plane if you haven't taken the vaccination. Know, you know, and so I can't believe you if you're in my line of work, you you're just going to go way. ahead and do it. <laughs> Couldn't have done that better myself. <laughs> and I do it a lot. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what. Well, how's uh, you got a, a a daughter? Don't you there with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet, I bet she has a ball, man, and up in there in those in those mountains, having a good time with her dad. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's crazy times raising a kid for <laughs> sure. Right. You know, because. You can't let them go do nothing mm, hardly, you know. I so, think you probably did the right we, thing, man. You can raise her up we, like we that. Don't, any, <laughs> yeah, we, we keep her out here in the woods. So, But, you know, she, she's getting some good stuff going on. I'm sure. And we got her a bike and a couple of big dogs that watch after there you her. Go. She'll come in the studio with me and play some drums and that kind <laughs> of <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Get her in there. Teach her yeah. this stuff. That needs to happen. Yeah, man. For sure. That's that's good. Jeremy Garrett's kids making a record at how old is she now? <laughs> She's only okay. four, but she'll get with yeah, That's it. what I'm saying. It ain't gonna matter. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> that's right. All right. So uh what's going on with you later in the year as far as Jeremy Garrett, uh the solo artist? Well, you know, I'm it's uh first and foremost for me and what I do is string dusters, mm-hmm. you know, and that's my biggest like focus and and it's hard to tell how it's going to roll out of winter time into the gig season. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not too stoked on going on tour in a bus or anything anytime yeah. soon. But you know, we'll probably do these things where we'll show up at a place and do a few shows in a row. That's a good you idea. know, a few night a, a few nights in a row so where we don't have to be traveling around and we can stay in one place and sort of lock down a little mm-hmm. better and uh but you know so some of that'll be happening and then of course you know i've got my own booking agent for my solo stuff and my own record deal mm-hmm. so i kind of you know i've been trying to sprinkle that in there as much as i can of course you know a year ago i had it all stacked up you know a lot of work <laughs> and uh all of it went yeah. away so I'm itching to get back into it myself, no doubt, but you know, at a safe level and kind of slowly and, and just, just do the right things, you know, as it comes and, and it'll, it'll get back to normal. I'm sure of that. I, I feel like I, I definitely see it and other artists I know see the light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. So it's coming, it's coming. We just have to be a little bit more patient, it you is. know, with the rollout of this vaccine, but it'll happen. Yeah. And I saw where the, uh, uh, the fed also passed, um, pass some uh, money for people that have, um, you know, venues. I forget what they yeah. called this, but I remember, um, um, you know, everybody and their brother was like jumping up and down because they're actually going to dump money into the business into this thing. Well, they should because, you know, entertainment makes up a huge part of the GDP, oh, no, cool. really. Yeah. And uh, if you if you if you filter that all down through restaurants and hotels mm-hmm. and everything that the entertainment industry props up in a city, they really ought to do whatever they can to keep these venues no, open. Right. They would be smart, smart to do it. Besides, it's just the right thing to do, you know, and, and it's a lot of people's livelihoods. Mm-hmm. But really, they should more look at it along the lines as the venues is what's keeping the cities going when it comes to tourism. So and and restaurants and bars and that sort of mm-hmm. thing, you know. So same thing with Savannah so, here. That's where I live in Savannah, Georgia. Same difference. 
there, I mean, when there's nothing going on, there's like four or five major venues here. Okay. And that's yeah. not counting the huge civic center that we have in downtown Savannah. And that thing feeds all the bars and restaurants downtown. But, you know, it's also feeding everything else, like you're saying, hotels and, and all this business. And, you know, I heard Dave Grohl, he was, uh, uh, he was like jumping up and down because all this happened. He was very, very happy. And, I mean, I don't yeah. you know, this is a guy that probably doesn't have to tour anymore if he didn't want to, you know, as far as money goes. But you can tell. He's like you and I. He loves loves music, and he loves that there's that there's music going on around him. And um, well, yeah, you know, most of us never got into it for the yeah, money, exactly. But but you know, it's a necessary evil, that's for mm -hmm. sure. And you got to have it, and it's what makes the world go around as far as everybody being able to pay their bills and put food on yeah, the table. Of that's course, that's true. That's true. But uh, you know, it's. We had a nice thing going there. It was it was a good wake up call in some ways. Also, you know, it's entertainment has never thrived as much as it was thriving going into this pandemic, mm -hmm. and uh, you know we were on track ourselves to have the biggest summer we've ever had wow. as a band. And uh, most other artists I've talked to have been saying the same thing. So when it's ready, when it's time, it'll bounce back in a hard way. But you know, it could definitely put some breaks to the to the thing for a little while sure. but in that in that way it could be also good you know there's some good things that could come out of it you know a lot of music has been written um you know the playing field might get a little bit thinner you know and <laughs> yeah, and uh <laughs> you know and that might be a good thing it just might be better for music to be a little more exclusive right. you know since it's so it's so all you know you're able to get it basically for free anywhere mm -hmm. you know all these streaming services and everything so you know the fact that it could come at you at a maybe more of a premium isn't the worst thing in the world you know as far as the business is concerned no, but it, it it will probably mellow out over time yeah, it, sure. i think any it's kind of like a, a fruit tree or something if you think of it you know you know the the limbs got got pruned back a little bit during this pandemic yeah you know, everybody's ready to go back out there they're focused they know what they want to do and you know it's always good to have this time off to and you know this as well as anybody does uh to see what growth you can you know you can come up with for the next year two years for your particular genre or 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 act or whatever you do and well yeah and it's nice to you know, for me, I've never, literally have never had any kind of time off. <laughs> I guess of. not, man. So <laughs> so to be able to take a break like this is a real blessing, you know. But also, you know, it's nice to have a little time to maybe figure out other ways to monetize mm -hmm. music that isn't necessarily beating your brains out on the road all yeah. the, your entire oh, life. Oh, I can imagine what so, that's like nowadays. So it's kind of nice to... To, to kind of work the studio angle a little bit for me, you know, and solo music in that regard. And I'll probably get a little bit more into producing when things roll around. There as you well. go. And, you know, I think you so should. It's, it's, it's kind of I nice. really think you should because of, you know, you've got a lot of years in this business. Um, you know, theoretically, if you look at it through somebody else's eyes, you know, you've been behind the microphone a lot. You're a great oh, yeah. fiddle player. You're a great play. You play a lot of instruments. You're a very gifted musician, 
And if you can take what you've learned and push it forward and help somebody else's record sound great, um, you know, there's a paycheck in, in those kind of things. Well, there's a paycheck and there's, it's just kind of a fun process and something where you don't have to necessarily be on the road. And, you know, it's, they're long days and it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. I have produced some things in the past and it is a tremendous amount of, of like work, Mm -hmm. hard work, but that's okay. And, and, and also kind of like, it's an avenue also, like you say, you know, besides just playing music, you can leave your mark on the industry by your, you know, your production as well. Exactly right. Well, Mr. Garrett, thank you for sitting down with me and having a little chat tonight on the Roadshow podcast. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be doing this again in the future in some way, shape or form. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so, man. So if, if, if people are going to let everybody know, hey, look, if you uh, listen to our radio show, the Net Radio Dogs Road Show, uh, the intro music and the outro music to that, uh, to that particular radio show was written and produced and performed by Mr. Jeremy Garrett. And we're, yeah, oh. we're very happy about that. And, and I've had uh, more than one <laughs> radio executive say, hey, you know, that was a good move. <laughs> <laughs> nice yes. good that's what exactly. i like to hear exactly but man i appreciate you sitting down with me tonight man i'm gonna i'm gonna crash <laughs> hey man i i understand you have a good yes, one out sir, there on the east coast and uh we'll talk to you again yeah, soon we man. will hey it's rick dollar and jeremy garrett we've been live here on the roadshow podcast see ya <laughs>